0: What up? Welcome back to the Sneaker Enthusiast podcast. My name is Brian, and each week I sit down with my brother Nacho and we geek out on sneakers that we used to wear back in the day, sneakers in the current rotation, sneakers that are going to come out soon. We talk sneakers, we interview people in the sneaker industry. Basically, if you are a sneakerhead or a sneaker enthusiast rather, you've come to the right p- place. This is the podcast for you, so welcome. For this week's guest, we have our friend Jake on the show. Uh, Jake has a YouTube channel called The Real Jake, which was formerly known as Know It to Flip It. Um, he's one of the funniest people in the uh, sneaker-flipping world. Um, he flips other things, too. He's just a, a smart dude and a funny-ass dude. He's one of the funniest people on YouTube that I've ever seen, and he's super underrated. Uh, it's his his new channel is called The Real Jake. It's the same channel. He just changed the name. It's called The Real Jake, and uh, you should check it out. Uh, he, he goes to Ross Burlington's. Marshalls and Plato's and he flips shoes and and uh, I love his videos and we had him on and we just talked sneakers you know we talked sneakers we talked sneaker YouTube and how we kind of came up together uh, we started our channels about the same time and we just had a great time talking to him but before the interview as is tradition here on the show and if you are a regular listener then you know we got to do our wear one remake one erase one segment now th- if this is your first time listening this is the this is like the appetizer before the meal And arguably the best part of the podcast is just wear one, remake one, erase one, because we basically discuss uh, recent releases. It's not always recent releases. Sometimes we do retro stuff. But yeah, I think you're really going to enjoy this. I am going to put show notes so that you guys can skip straight to the interview if you'd like. But I highly, highly recommend you stick around and you listen to wear one, remake one, erase one. Also, uh, my brother Nacho, unfortunately, was not available again. And that is because he's moving my mom, my mother. uh to mexico um to the motherland you guys know nacho and i are both mexican and yeah he's he he drove her down there like in a u-haul and uh yeah he came through and 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 he's he's moving my mom over there so he wasn't available to record this um so once again i'm featuring my friend q q was on the last episode and he killed it and he killed it in this one too um so without further ado guys let's turn our attention to this week's segment of wear one remake one erase one ever played wear one, remake one, erase one. The rules are actually really simple. Um, each week we'll post a graphic either on the Nacho Average Finds uh Instagram. Actually, we post it both on the Instagram for Nacho Average Finds and our private Facebook group sneaker enthusiast of three three sneakers. Um and you have to choose one to wear, choose one to remake, and what you would remake about it, and then you have to choose one to erase forever. Like it wouldn't exist in the universe anymore. You you don't like that shoe, you don't or or you're just Choosing to to dissolve it, you don't want it anymore. So you have to choose, uh, one to wear, one to remake, one to erase. And this week we're doing a multicolor edition. We are doing uh the ZX Eight Thousand Overkill collab. We're doing the the what the P rods, the dunks, the crazy ones that uh dropped recently, and then we're gonna do uh the New Balance Five Fifties, uh, and the multicolor colorway kind of looks like a rasta colorway yeah uh, if you want to get a good look at the graphic you could just go to not your average finds on instagram and check it out and yeah you would just comment and then we would we're gonna discuss we're gonna choose we're gonna do as many as we can before it gets too drawn out sometimes we can't get to everybody so apologies to everybody who's been commenting and, uh, and we haven't been getting to you i do pay attention to who uh we we feature on the show so they're not double featured. So yeah. So just keep commenting and, and 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 we will get to you. So yeah. Without further ado, guys, let's let's get into it. And as you heard in the intro, I've got my friend Q here, just like how we did uh last week. Say what's up, man. Yo 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 yo. He's back. How's it doing? It's doing good, man. How's it, Enthusian? How's it, Sneaker? Yo, How's
1: it? It's it's always Enthusian. We're, yeah. we're always sneaker far, 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 Yeah, far far too many and not enough.
0: That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so we got my fellow sneaker enthusiast, admin, uh, homie Q, and he's here and we're going to get into it. So over on the sneaker enthusiast group, Bam Lim writes in, he said he would wear the ZX, not so much erase, maybe just get rid or sell, I don't know, of the dunks. So he wouldn't, he would sell the, the what the P-Rod's probably a smart move. He says, uh, it's still kind of, I, I still kind of like the overall theme, just not as, it's, it's not as, easily wearable as the others. He said he would remake the new Balance 550s. Definitely different color combo. I don't like the ones they used here. Hit it with some cream, some white, some greys instead, and some tiny black accents. Or if you want it to be colorful, how about the soft teals, purples, and red pinks? And then he said he would have the sides of the ankle collar dip down a bit more. The way it's that high makes it look closer to a mid than a low depending on the on the angle.
1: I I don't know. Me personally I love uh, the 550 just because the colors remind me of you know roth lauren polo uh
0: oh yeah not not
1: not yeah nannica sergio Tikini yeah, i mean you dude. have to be you have to be a kid of that time to like appreciate that color scheme
0: that's right you know you know what i was actually looking at these um a couple of nights ago i think they dropped yeah they dropped saturday so yesterday we we're recording this on sunday and uh Yeah, I was like gunning for him. I was like, I'm gonna get these, but um somebody hit me up in the DMs with an offer I couldn't refuse on some other five fifties that I happily swooped up on, so I had to had to say no to these. But definitely I think that's why I like them, Q. I didn't even realize it.
1: Yeah, that that whole like (laughs) I was like when I saw that I'm like, dude, that's straight up nautica. Give me a nautic like a vintage nautica or a vintage Sergio Tikini uh jacket and those shoes and your set. Dude.
0: that is what's up yeah i 100 agree and that's a good point i think i think i would definitely rock that with some vintage nautica you know what i think i might i'm gonna have to cop those at some point in the future I, I don't think they're gonna it seems like people don't really like them based on some of some of these I people's about responses it.
1: i thought about it i, I think that it's the silhouette it's like a it's it's pseudo new for the most part um and it's new balance that i kind of like
0: it but it is kind of hype at the moment The the thing is here's the thing so I, I had a pair of the red ones, the um I Leon Dor ones when they first retroed the shoe and uh which I think I think we hung out and I was wearing them. Mm-hmm. Um the dude, they're so stiff. And I yeah. and and I know you have to break in leather and like their old shoes and everything, but like it's not that they're yeah, I mean they're very stiff, yes. Um uh, and they also squeak pretty pretty crazy, but the The toe is so narrow. I went true to size like I always do on New Balance, which is a size ten, and I have tons of New Balances in size ten, and they all fit perfectly. But this one, man, like my toe was like my pinky toe was bleeding, like because of wearing it. And I want to wear them because they're so sick. So I had to give them away. I gave them to nacho. And he's a size 11. So I don't know how they work for him. But he he just takes out the insoles to, to rock them. But yeah, dude, the toe is super narrow on these. If you, if anybody's out there thinking about getting a pair, I would I would go a half size up. I've seen a lot of people say they would go a half size down. Nah, I would go a half size up because they're at least that ALD one. It was super, super tight in the you know, toe someone box. Had,
1: someone that posted a photo of them. Uh wearing those pairs or the, it was a green uh green joints and nice. i asked him uh, in the comments hey how do they fit are they true to size or are a little tight because you have them and i remember you saying that uh well, I, I remember that that it was too tight for you it was very stiff and so he said no it's pretty much true to size i'm like hmm, okay I, said, I don't i don't know what to say yeah i guess it depends on on the foot
0: well we'll, we'll see because i'm getting those second I told you I just cop some five fifties from the homie, so we'll see how those fit. And if they don't fit, I can always give them to the nacho. So but anyways, thanks so thanks so much to to Bam Lim for writing in. So Joshy Boy writes in and his at handle is Joshy, like Joshy, and then Boy, B-O-I-I-I-I-I-I-I. So Joshy Boy. How, how, how did
1: I know it sounded like that? How did I know it sounded like that?
0: I don't know, but he wrote in. So shout out to him. <laughs> he said he would wear The P rods, even though I like the 550s more, he would remake the 550 because it's a dope model, and then he would erase the ZX because I have too many better colorways of the same model already. Like the P rods, the least though, if any of this makes sense. So he's saying, so Q, me and you are both huge enthusiasts of the ZX 8000 model. He said that he has, he he's gonna pass on him because he has better colorways of it already. How do you feel about that one?
1: I, I, it makes sense, but it has. I have to know what he thinks is a better colorway than this one. I mean, I, I'm not going to say that one is better than the other. I mean, they're all they're all unique in their own sense. um I like the aesthetic of the overkills uh mm-hmm. more so than the color. Uh, for for me personally, I would that's that's the shoe that I would change, uh but not not color wise. Just like little little hints of of what i think would make the shoe a little bit better to follow the theme um and i have a pair of my uh, of those myself and i unboxed them um last night actually um and i'm about to wear them today later on so we'll see what happens but the the only the thing that i will change on the zx is that because it's it's you know not only is it overkill um theme but it's also graffiti themed and it comes with shoe covers that's supposed to uh yeah yeah you know what the from the
0: D- i gotta say this the the because because i was i mean actually i mean you were both graffiti writers when we were kids i was really deep deep into that shit like i was getting arrested all the time and uh <laughs> and maybe it's just different in europe or whatever but i think the the iraq the eight thousands those ones are more like true to the culture of graffiti i think this think one's so? i think this one's more of like a cop out like oh yeah we're just gonna put like bright you know bright colors that might have been you know used on on like spray cans or whatever i don't and then the the shoe covers like when you go out bombing at night anybody who does graffiti will tell you they don't give a fuck about what what it is they're wearing it just needs to be durable Um, Mm -hmm. you would never rock like some dope kicks and then put covers on them i think that's cool i think that is cool that like i love it when shoes come with accessories like that i just don't think that it's true to the uh to just graffiti culture in a way, but I do think the shoe is dope. I like the colorway, I just on aesthetics alone, I just think the story behind it. I think, I mean, this is it, this is this is part of this a, a to Z line, right? That they did,
1: yeah. This is one of the last, uh, yeah. or one of the remaining uh letters for the A through ZX series. Um, and also, the- I just want to say, um, uh, the covers I don't mind, uh, they're they're pretty cool. I mean, I, I, I have them and they're not. They're not durable in the sense that I don't think that if you happen to have spray paint uh, catch on the covers that it would protect the shoes because it's it's very not uh, 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 porous, but you could still see through it. So I don't think it'll do much uh, help anyway. I, I would've, <laughs> would've, what yeah what I would have liked to have seen is that um, at some point in the mid nineties um, they had shoe biters that were functional tiny spray cans. And I thought that would have been a better accessory for these shoes. I'm not sure if Adidas didn't do it because they, I didn't think about it, or because they, they didn't want to be liable for people using uh, functional spray cans from their shoes to tag in around the city. But I thought that was a better um, accessory.
0: Yeah, to me these these look more like some. Just, I mean, they are 80s runners. I mean, they are the ZX Eight. 8500 by the way not 8000 my bad uh so i i I blew that on the post they look like zx 8000
1: they're all they're all zx's to me um with subtle differences
0: yeah very subtle um i think what like the toe box is a little different anyways yeah zx 8500
1: oh yeah now that you mentioned or now that you mentioned what was said um I'm used to the ZX line having some sort of like faux suede or leather material on the toe box. But Uh on this one, it seemed plasticky. It was very hard and stiff. I don't know how I feel about it. Interesting. Just yet. Um, I'll have, it'll have probably a grow on me, but for the most part, that was one striking thing that was different about the shoe than um, the other ZXs that I had in my collection.
0: Shout out to Josh for writing in. All right. So Dean Tyler Costello writes in, uh, he writes in over on Instagram and he said that he would wear the ZXs, he would remake the P-rods and he would erase the New Balance 550s. I asked him how would he remake the P-rods and he said that by using a P-rod silhouette instead of the Dunk, which to Ooh. me is like that I mean that's actually pretty dope because dude the P-rod silhouette is underrated, um especially the like version 1 of the of the P-like the first one that the the debut it's like a um It just looks dope. Um, I wanted that shoe so bad when I was a kid. It's a black and white colorway. Um, It's very Jordan-esque in a way, but it's for skateboarding. And I remember when he went to uh, to Nike. He was he was skating for a company called um, ES before he went S. I'm sorry, he was skating for S before he went to Nike, and um, and it was like a huge thing. Uh, it you know he got a lot of flack for it. They're like you know you sell out. There's like sellout culture in skateboarding, and uh, it was just huge. And I remember when the sh- when the actual shoot came out, even though everybody hated it, like hated on him for going to Nike. I wanted it so bad secretly. They were like two hundred bucks. I had some friends who had them, and uh, and they would let me like wear them, and I would skate them and shit. They skated really good. They're dope. I I hoped I wish they would retro those. But I, yeah, that's, an, it, that's an interesting take. Instead of the dunk, use a P rod silhouette. Why not?
1: No, I'm not uh, um. Oh, I'm not into skating, so I vaguely remember what the uh, p-, uh, p rods were. Uh, but uh-huh. uh, for me personally, I think just erase what the um, the what the P rods, just because this year has been saturated with so many dunks. It's like every other week, it's a new dunk, and I'm just tired of it.
0: Yeah, and you know what the the what the series? I, I like that. I like the what the stuff. Like I, I think actually, I I really like personally. I like the dunks. Uh I, I wanna say I would wear the dunks over any of the other two shoes, but I think for me my pick would be I would wear the new Balance five fifties. I would remake the uh the ZX 8500s um just slightly. I I mean I just I would just I just want it to be more true to graffiti. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then yeah. I would I would um yeah, I would have to uh get rid of of the dunks. As much as I like them, I just, dude, when he told me this, he would rather have it be a, a silhouette for the P-Rod, uh, a P-Rod, a P-Rod silhouette than a dunk. I was like, mind blown. I I think they should retro every single P-Rod that came out, you know, under his signature line because they're just dope, dude. Like when you get a chance after this, look them up on Google. Like there's some really cool shapes and they, they really killed it. And, uh, and they were comfortable too. I remember have like wearing them. So Shout out to uh, to Dean Tyler Costello for writing in. So Dove Simone, fellow uh, moderator of the of the sneaker enthusiast group, she wrote in and she said that she would wear the ZX Overkill. She would remake the Five Fifties different colorway, and she would erase the what the Paul. So she she's rocking w- with the ZX Overkill.
1: Yeah, it's a great shoe. Like I I'm I'm totally in love with the little accents and hints of uh, overkill on this. Like i'm I'm a sucker for like little details and when I turned the shoe over on the sole and I saw the torsion bar on the bottom with the little Adidas brand and then the little overkill brand to the right I'm like oh this, that's just beautiful to me um, and the little uh, overkills on the um uh backside panels there's a lot to like about this shoe um the taxi, I don't like
0: I don't like the overkill um branding on the toe box I hate that. I hate that. That's
1: a, yeah, things. that is that is the one thing I would change, yeah. um, or the one thing that's not that great about this shoe. But everything else is just like it's nice. It's nice.
0: Would you Would you ever consider wearing just white laces with it instead of those crazy? Are those? I'm pretty sure there's a 3M, right?
1: Uh, I haven't tested it out, or okay. I don't see. I don't. It doesn't seem reflective. Um, to me, they're you know off loosely. Described describe as is, is their taxi cab laces because they're all checkered. Yeah, they're um,
0: checkered. And then for people listening, uh, the left shoe has the green one, and then the right shoe has yellow, and they're checkered. And I believe they they should be 3M. If they're not, then but uh, I've they're, seen they're a,
1: both uh, green to me. One one is neon green and one is dark green.
0: Oh, word. Okay, yeah, my bad. Yeah. I'm looking at a pixelated photo on the internet. So,
1: uh, but yeah, it's a great shoe. Uh, loud 80s
0: you know, be color. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Me too. I, it is a dope shoe. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like aesthetically, uh, I just, again, I just feel like the, they could have committed to, they could have done yeah. it better by, by graph artists. Anyways. Uh, Do, so Dove wrote in and uh, we just read her thing, but people started like when she commented, because she was the first person to comment on the post, there was a discussion going on in her comment thread and Bam Lim uh, asked her, you know what, you know, curious to what colorway she would change the five fifties, and she just says that it's 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 a five fifty and it's an eighties retro. And this is this is what she said exactly, just to to read it out. She said the five fifty is a very retro eighties. I believe it pairs with it pairs better with vintage touches. Designers today really are capitalizing off of society's overall deficit when it comes to historical reference. Virgil basically handed Louis Vuitton the old Scotty Pippen Avia model. Huh. As a new trainer design, and no one batted an eye, except old heads like me.
1: <laughs> hey, dude, that's some knowledge right there.
0: For real. That's reals. wisdom. So, great observation, Dovin. Thank and thank you so much for, for writing in this week. Patrick Kalvenka writes in over from the group. He said that, These are all beautiful shoes, but I would probably erase the ZX and choose a different colorway. He said he would remake the dunks, although I'm not sure what I would change. Maybe add some accessories to make them even crazier. And he, he says he chose to remake the 550s because... They are perfect shoes, and I wouldn't change anything. Oh, I think he meant he would wear the five fifties because they're perfect shoes. He said he would erase the overkills, man. He says he would choose a different colorway, even though uh, all I mean, the colorways I mean, are on there.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I've, and, I've, and I've seen it. I've seen his posts in the group, and he leans toward um, you know the Retros. three stripes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, or, yeah. Or, yeah. So to kill the to kill the overkills is kind of odd um considering his post history is concerned um, well no, he did I, say
0: these I, are all beautiful shoes which is, that
1: true. is true Oh yeah so yeah. I, I gotta acknowledge that but I I would I don't know man the, the P-Rods I don't like I don't like the dunks I don't like the dunks at all no I don't I don't I don't like the dunks I don't like the what the on the dunks
0: I do dude have you seen have you looked at the images of this shoe
1: of the P-Rods yeah Yeah, I've I've seen them, dude. They're Uh, sick, and I know, know, and I know the backstory, but I just I'm not a fan of the uh, the what the aesthetic.
0: They're sick. The last
1: the last Jordan what the what was it? The Jordan Five. Not a fan.
0: I didn't like those either. I didn't like that one. Uh, Some what those are cool, but I like this one. is dope, dude. It has like a little story, and the zapete um, Mexican (laughs) um, toe box is just so dope with those yellow laces and the the decorative. design on the on the toe box on both of them um it's just it's a great shoe i wish i could have it um they're like 700 800 now on sock X, I think yeah but it's a great shoe it and i could see why he said he would know what to remake about them um because they're just so out there but I mean, I'm a skateboarder, P-Rod and Eric Carson were my idols growing up. So that maybe that's why I like them so much, but dude, those are sick.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm still on the fence. I mean, a lot, Patrick said it perfectly. Like they're all great shoes. And even though I may have like a, 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 I may just be dissuaded by the the dunks or the, uh, the, what does I, it's a, it's a tough shoe. Um, or it's a, it's a tough series of shoes for this uh, particular theme. Um, uh, and so, but if I have to make a choice, the, the P rods got to go. Uh, change the ZX, and I wear the five fifties.
0: Fair enough. Shout out! Shout out to Patrick Helvenko for for writing in, and always writing in. Appreciate you, man. All right, let's do. Uh, let's go to Instagram. This is gonna be. This is gonna trigger you, I think. Ready?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, All right. So, myself. over on our Instagram page, and that is Natural Average Finds at Instagram, or. Er, <laughs> That's Instagram at not finds. Dr. Johnston 5 writes in. He said, and who knows, maybe he's a real doctor, guys. So come on, you guys gotta take his take seriously already. He said he would wear the P rods, he would remake the overkills, mainly just by trashing the stupid overshroud thingy. And he said he would erase the 550s. Sorry. Not really into new balances. And that model really ain't it.
1: You have to appreciate um the aesthetic of the 550. Uh, and I think uh, with this particular colorway. Like I said earlier, you know, if there's any one shoe that speaks to the essence of what uh, a certain era of time is, I would think that would, that would be the five fifties and, and there was, there'd be nothing I would change about it. It's, it's perfect. Um, Cause it, it uh, it's, it's nostalgic for me, you know?
0: How do you feel about it? Like being on trend now, like coming like because you're old enough to like, to have seen cycles, right?
1: Oh yeah, I mean how do you, it, how do you feel about that? I I'm used to it. Like we all each of us like growing up through the generations and we'll find out like we'll have our snide comments about oh, uh, you know, that so and so is back in the in style. Uh, but you get used to it. You know, you, you get numb. um th- these days with sneakers it's it's the artificial yellowing of the soles or, you know, artificial aging of a shoe which uh, I'm on the fence about. I I personally like to grow with my shoes and so I like um, the aging process to be natural. Uh, but if you want to fast forward it, you know, that's fine by me, uh, but that's just not my shtick. Um, I will agree with him that, uh, the, you know, the, um, the coveralls quote unquote for the overkill. Stuff yeah. To go because that's, it, I think it, actually,
0: I think that's its weakest thing. That's the weakest. Yeah. Part, I, I, besides I agree. The story. Uh, like, I think that is like aesthetic, like packaging wise and everything about it. It's just, it's, they, if. It, 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 I can, and I saw your unboxing video in the group. I, I feel like it's cheap, right? It feels cheap.
1: It's, it's not, well, I mean, I have it in my hand and I can't really say it feels cheap. It kind of looks cheap uh, for what its purpose is supposed to be. Um, but I've, I haven't worn them yet. Um, but from the photos that I've seen of the coveralls um, on the shoe, it, it gives the shoe a completely different look in the sense that you don't know what. It, when i first saw it honestly it looked like a boot to me like oh adidas is coming out with like a tactical boot you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so i i have I, I might wear the coveralls today just to see how it looks but to me it it, it this takes away from the essence of of what uh, the 8,500 overkills uh, are supposed to be. But I don't know. I mean, I might, they may grow on me. I, I might do the whole wear one coverall on one side and not, not the other because apparently that's sort of a thing now uh, for some sneakers as far as mismatching. <laughs>
0: what? That'd be wild if you did that. <laughs> i will be the first one to clown you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, am, I, am I cool now? No, but honestly, um, yeah, the, the coveralls are. Uh, I think it's something that you either appreciate immediately or it'll grow on you.
0: Um, I hate it. Shout out to Dr. Johnson for writing in. Okay, for the last one, I have to go to our sneaker enthusiast group and one of our most dedicated members, my friend Max Wilder over in Germany. He said he would wear the Adidas Overkill, one of the best releases this year. The, te- the details and the storytelling is fantastic. I also saw a little documentary about it in the store in Berlin. And I'm very impressed by the vibes of the people there. That's interesting. I'm going to reach out to you because I want to know more about it. Maybe maybe graffiti culture is just totally different in, uh, in Berlin or whatever. He said, he would remake the P-Rod. Um, for me, the shoe is too clown-like. Wow. He <laughs> said, I understand the concept, but it's simply too much for me. I'm also not a big fan of the direction Nike is going with the SB division. It's kind of like selling out the skateboard culture, in my opinion. Many don't even know what SB stands for. Even Nike doesn't know that, and at least it seems like it. Nike wasn't interested in skateboard culture for decades, but that's a different topic, and maybe I'm a little bit biased as an old school skater. He said he would really re- erase the New Balance 550s. This is not due to the shoe itself, because it's simply awesome. The hype around these fantastic sneakers annoys me. Resellers and hype beasts have discovered them for themselves and make the sneaker in a certain way, and it's made the sneaker unattractive to him in a certain way so i feel that you do you that's interesting huh, uh, no i
1: totally I, I totally feel that um i i it's it's a complex topic there are, look at um what crocs like i hate crocs but every, apparently everyone loves crocs i understand the comfortability of crocs but right. i don't get the laziness of it you know what i mean like whenever i see someone with crocs <laughs> they're always wearing sweats they're always wearing something like and i get it because you want to feel comfortable but why why are you going to go out in public looking lazy? You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I go out, maybe it's generational, but when I go out, it's like, I'm not going out dressed to my nines. I'm not like matching my shoes with what I'm wearing. I I go I go out and make an attempt. I'm going, I'm going to wear some some sort of pants, uh, some sort of t-shirt. Uh, and if it's, you know, cold, i wear a jacket, you know, but I'm not going to go out in sweats and Crocs. Like, do you want to chill at home or do you want to go out? Do you know what I mean? Like I, I get where the popularity of, a certain brand of shoe, uh, you know, like the Five Fifties, or even um, uh, a designer like a, a Ald. You know, the popularity kind of would, would annoy someone because everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I'm all about this." When it's like, "Dude, where were you when this all started?" You know what yeah. I mean? Like you you jumped on the train a little late.
0: And I think you're, you know, guys. Did you guys know Q doesn't fly? When he goes on flights, he he only wears a suit, black and white. So he's like, he's that old school. He's from the sure. 1950s. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I, I i get it i'll take it i'll take the heat okay. and i'll you know i'll take the jokes and the jab it's just that i just don't understand why uh people wear crocs but beside that i can understand why you know yeah. someone would not i'm not a, a, a certain a shoe because
0: i'm not a crocs wear. guy i've never owned a pair of crocs they don't interest me um i mean i'd rather have some yeezys or something but i just i don't know i don't like the crocs uh, i don't like looking lazy in public either
1: yeah i don't like, like I I don't even, let me let me let me rephrase it i don't like comfort style
0: i you know what i hate sandals flip-flops uh, sandals i hate that shit i'm like dude you're so low effort and i had a friend who that he would only wear flip-flops like even in the winter and i'd be like dude you need <laughs> to put on some fucking shoes like what's wrong with you he's like i'm in chill mode i'm like dude you're in public fool you know i think
1: as far as uh, yeah, I, I think as far as sneakers concerned, for me it would be uh, the dunks. The dunks? Yeah, they're, they're, I mean they're a decade ago. Cool, you know they're they're the you could buy them for hundred dollars. You know you could buy them easily for hundred dollars for that matter. Uh, but now it's like everyone wants to wear a dunk, and everyone is willing to pay four hundred dollars for a pair of dunks. It just blows my mind.
0: I paid like two fifty for my black and white dunks, and I was kind of like, mm-hmm. eh.
1: Yeah, but, but I think it, it, I like in in, in, a, in a larger scope of things, it's not so much a certain shoe. It's just like people are willing to pay an exorbitant amount for a pair of shoes that I don't think are worth that much. Yeah, like the resale game is crazy.
0: It's crazy, but it's very real. And if you've ever resold some sneakers, you know that it's very real. And it is what it is, man. Like Doctor Soul says, would it is. So, <laughs> anyways, thank you to everybody. Thank shout out to Max Wilder for writing in. Thank you to everybody who wrote in uh, on this week's. Um, episode or segment of where one remake when you race one. Uh apologies if we didn't get to you. We will get to you. Just keep commenting. Uh, like I said, I keep track of who we who we feature here on the show. Um, really appreciate it. Q, thanks so much for being on, man.
1: Anytime. Always yeah. always a pleasure. Always fun to be with you and, and talk about sneakers and all that good stuff. Yeah man. Hopefully huh. we'll meet soon so I can give you these this, this uh, Jason Mark brush and see what our latest pickups are in, in person.
0: Yeah I got and I got your sneaker enthusiast hat and also you're uh what i'm mean, gonna I, I got the socks too now so what's up <laughs> anyways yeah so so i'll get you on that next time we link up thank you to everybody for for tuning in let's turn our attention now to our interview with my man jake
2: from the atl from the atl man and i got my drink right here because yeah. my father was over well he's here right now and my kids are here, and they're annoying the shit out of me. So I kicked them out <laughs> for this. You're, you're all right with me then. What you got in there? It's uh, vodka and pineapple. Oh, shit. This dude.
0: Is that what you guys drink in Atlanta?
2: Well, I'm. this is like the smoothest drink that you could drink right here. I nah, don't know. The pineapple like cancels the vodka and it just flows. How about it was supposed to be like in a pimp cup or something? You know what I mean? <laughs> you want it in a, a what? uh one of them little red cups? Yeah, it has to be something like that. You know what? Nah, no, I don't have any of those over here right now. It well, is what it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't nice. You, didn't you like switch your 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 content up, or aren't you aren't you doing I'm, like? Live okay, videos?
2: so so I'm. Tr- that's what I'm. Yeah, I'm trying to do that. Um, but like, I haven't really been able to get out and do anything yet. So, but people stopped rocking with me, dude. As soon as I said that shit, and I like changed the name, like I don't know where everybody left me. They all left me. Damn. Yeah. Well, but, but, but you know what, man? That that other shit was getting tiring anyway. You know what I mean?
0: Well, let, let, it gets old real quick. Yeah, real and, quick. Uh, and we'll we'll get into that shit right now. But t- take us back to Young Jake. You know what I mean? Before before the yeah. uh, the the Plato's Mafioso.
2: So, okay. So we're officially starting. We're we're, we're, we're officially
0: starting, bro. This is it. We're, we're live. This
2: is it. Oh my God. I'm so nervous. Red bro. lights on. <laughs> Red lights on. All right. All right. So, uh, so what do we want to talk? What, how do we want to start? You guys got to guide me a little
0: bit. Young Jake, bro. Young Jake. How did you even get into, uh, Young
2: Jake was cool into, as hell. That's, that's how funny. did you,
0: even, how did you even become aware of like sneakers? How did you even become like, you know what I'm saying? Aware of the culture. That's, like, you see, know, that's a good, that's everybody, good everybody has an awakening, I guess. Okay, no so that's point. a
2: great question. So you see, you're you're going to be able to get me started. So, um, basically, I grew up in Chicago. Okay. Uh, you know, late '80s, early '90s, uh, through the '90s, and um, so you know, that's Bulls era, um, Michael Jordan, everybody, um, so basically, it was Jordans or nothing, at the time. So, I remember, like, when I was in elementary school. You know, kids had J's and stuff like, like the cool kids. Like I was I wasn't that I wasn't really cool, like in elementary school. And um, I was wearing like my my parents were Polish immigrants. Okay. So um, no one was really aware of like, you know, sneakers and stuff like that. So I was wearing like uh, I think I had some like British Knights or something like that. <laughs> something <laughs> like that. Uh, I had like Payless shoes, whatever, whatever. Right. Uh-huh. And I think I remember like I think I was like. I don't remember what grade it was. I think it was like 10 or something like that. And I got those uh for my first pair of pumps. Okay. Nice. So it was like my first pair of pumps, and then after my pumps was like the Jordan. I think my first pair of Jordans was Jordan seven.
0: Do you remember the colorway? I think David's first like oh no, no, his his in it was, it, he, was
2: it was it was the D Brown pumps.
0: Oh shit. Yeah, it was the brown pumps, yeah. That's a dope pair to start with.
2: That was that was like my first like legit shoe and then i think i had the, my my second shoe was like the jordan 7.
0: okay yeah man
2: you but, just moved up the chain like that that's <laughs> hey that's how we did it hey, ba- hey, hey hey i burned holes in those jordan 7s though because i i had like i was wearing them and they had like uh holes like where my socks were coming through on the bottoms that's how much i wore those
3: shout out to immigration you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i was it's it's a similar story for me you know what i mean as, as far as like you know obviously you know my parents are fresh off the from the motherland you know what i mean from x and uh you know you don't understand anything about shoes or anything like that only difference was um i didn't get fancy shoes until till till later till at least you know what how old are you in eighth grade like what 12 13 maybe yeah like 13 I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, around there, that's when I finally got like my like legit pair of like, of Nikes because I couldn't afford any of the cool stuff. Like my cousin had that stuff, you know what I mean? But they had already been here for a minute, and he was mm-hmm. an only child, and I I envied the shit out of that motherfucker.
2: What was what was the first pair of Nikes?
3: Uh, my first pair of Nikes ever was the Nike Air Max. Uh, my, mine was the Nike Up Temples.
0: Okay. The um, I think it's probably the. What colorway? Because you never really talk about it. which colorway it is. You always tell the story, but you never said the what colorway. colorway. Yeah. Was,
3: they were black. Uh, they were black with a white midsole. And uh, know, they had blue on them. like a, They had like a royal blue. Mm-hmm. I got to Google the photo. They're, yeah, I want to s- see. I, w- I want to look at it right now. Hold on. Yeah, there are certain uh, model. It's not. It wasn't like the main. It wasn't like the, the, the 95 up tempos.
0: It was like maybe have they been retro? hell no, no,
3: not nah, not I think they might have once, but I, I I can't remember. I just remember there was like a like a almost like a plastic tab on the side, not a plastic but yeah, I guess it like a piece of plastic. you know how like um have you ever seen those Jason kids Uh-huh. They have like or 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 the up temples the 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 ninety sevens that they have like the like those chrome beads, yep. Well, this one just had like a blue. I remember it had like a blue, like Nike, like a, uh, like a Nike. Um, yeah, with a swoosh on there. It almost looked like the Pippins.
2: Mm-hmm. You
3: know what I'm talking about—the ones with the little zigzag with plastic. Yep. Yeah, I gotta remember the model. But yeah, that was my first.
2: My yeah, first you got yeah, that's historical, man. We gotta get that. Yeah, exciting. yeah, we gotta yeah. figure out which pair it was.
0: That'd be a good uh, Instagram post. it will get a lot of likes. Nacho's first sneaker.
2: Yeah. Nacho's first non-British night. Yeah. Yeah. Nike.
3: I mean I had I had I had sneakers. I have you know Reeboks and things like that, but my first Nike Nike was that, you know, like Nike was expensive. And then I remember I got it with a with a crew neck. No, not with a crew neck with a with a Nike with an olive green Nike hoodie with a big (laughs) swoosh on the back. Hey, and I thought I was doing it so hard. Like I understand? It was like the only. I think I only got that and the shoes, and that was it. Everything else was just straight.
0: My, my my dad was like, "You're gonna get whatever the fuck we get," you know. What What was your
2: fit, Jake? You remember your fit? Um, I didn't like. I was like, I was probably like uh Jordan t shirts. Um, because I played like ever since I was like ten years old, man. I, I was like on the basketball court mm-hmm. all the time, all the time. So it would be just like, um, you know, it'd be like Air Jordan T-shirts, um, you know, Air Jordan shorts, um, some of those like bull shorts, like with the zebra print, mm-hmm. zebra, like those zebra. You guys remember those? Like those yeah. are su- zebra super or elephant. Old. It was like zebra, like it was like a the, the, the zuba early nineties, yeah, something like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, the zubas. So I was on the basketball court with like stuff like that and Jordan shirts and and all that, but. Um I had like some Fila t-shirts. Um Janko stuff. Y'all had Janko? <laughs> I didn't have him. I,
0: I saw people with them but I never had them. I was too young, but I remember I, I remember him.
2: Yeah, I had like I had like a Janko vest and Janko shorts like Brian's could... a
0: child of a uh, privilege, bro. He got it all.
3: <laughs> I swear, he was able to put holes in his clothes and he walked freely. I put holes in my stuff and
0: I got mopped up. Yeah. I mean, we were him. we were i was eight when we moved into that house by the way oh yeah yeah like
3: you know like you know my 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 dad like with me like i had i grew up in like you know the hood and by the time of my, my teenage years like i was already a teenager by the time my parents moved out and moved us into the suburbs you know so brian and my other brother they were able to live like you know the the organized sports life and things like that i was out there playing <laughs> ball with a stick and things like that you know like that's you know playing with a bunch of little ghetto kids and stuff
0: but that's why you're all fucked up bro what you talking about bro i'm (laughs) glorious that's why you messed up yo jake so what when like because you know i watch all your videos they're hella funny helen probably the most underrated youtuber out there um i love the videos especially the comedy but you obviously like when you're in plato's and shit. like you're able to tell fakes real quick Mm-hmm. like so at some point you must have got ups, obsessed with sneakers right or was that something that a skill you developed later
2: um it was like that was definitely a skill uh, a little bit later because um i think you know when i had kids and stuff like that um i was kind of absent from sneakers like in the probably in like the 2000s or whatever like that and i got i really started getting back into it um after like i uh like a little bit before uh because after i got divorced it kind of became single again and and kind of mm-hmm. doing my own thing and that's kind of when i started kind of paying more attention to myself and um trying to get back into shoes and, and all that kind of stuff and uh, the whole selling shoes came from the fact that um i needed like extra money right because like i was paying like child support and all types of yeah. stuff so <laughs> the alimony everything it was a well alimony she didn't get she tried
3: she tried oh
2: all right hey <laughs> she swung in a miss on the alimony but yeah 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 you got lucky hey
3: yeah but people on this... <laughs> <laughs> hey people don't get it man hey 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 i got people more... really don't get it people yeah really... i got i got careful. four years of child support
2: oh yeah i know yeah,
3: yeah. almost i'm on it's the way rough.
2: out that's rough out there yeah but... So, like, so what I I started going to, like, Play-Dohs and stuff like that. So I, I've i told this, I've said this before, but um, so I went to Play-Dohs, and I, I've always loved the Jordan 9, right? Mm-hmm. Jordan 9, uh, they call it the Space Jam now, but back then it was just the Jordan 9, whatever, Chicago colorway, just the white and black. And I went to Play-Dohs, and it was there, and it was only, like, $30, and but it was, like, a half size too small for me, and I left it. And when I was like looking on eBay for Jordan nines for myself, they were all like two hundred plus dollars. I'm like, damn, like why didn't I just buy that one and sell it? Mm -hmm. And that's what kind of got me back into get get into selling sneakers and all that kind of stuff. But um, I was really like an OG reseller though, um, because I used to sell from like Marshalls and TJ Maxx and stuff like that. Probably in the mid like two thousands or something like that. Because in Chicago we had. you know we had all this bulls apparel all this bears apparel and there was like some really good shit in there and so i i started by reselling that stuff that's kind of how i got my ebay account going at mm-hmm. the time and then i kind of went dormant for years and years and then i got into sneaker reselling after that and when i got into sneaker reselling that's how i got all back into the shoes and i did all my like research on um you know like fake versus real um tags and and all that kind of stuff at the time
0: nacho you remember those days man the mid-2000s ross marshall's uh tj maxine of course
3: those that, that was it that's that's where we get everything i mean from from my personal gear to things to flip and i mean that's how it starts i mean you know what i mean you buy one and then you know you're like well this thing kind of pays for itself if you buy two but things like that but we were never racking like whole entire size runs back then either though you know like this is this is pre that you know it, was, it wasn't like that you know and then plus like he said he's he's in chicago so he was he was slanging those rex grossman jerseys you know I mean like, we're slanging brian Erlacher. <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> he got all the rex grossman jerseys for like 9.99 brian Erlacher's well yeah because when they like when they change their colorway back with levy smith <laughs> There was no Lovey Smith, but I know like when they changed like a, a Jersey colorway or something like they would all go to Marshall's. Yeah. And and back then there was way less resellers. And so like you could only get like Bears jerseys if you lived in Chicago. Right. So mm-hmm. like I was I, like I would have them for sale on my eBay store for like ten dollars under retail and they'd be selling.
0: Yeah. And so you, you were making
2: like a good amount of money doing that. They were like nineteen ninety nine. I was probably selling for like sixty five
0: that's pretty good man
2: yeah so and and you know and so every time i would go to like marshall's i just grab all the Urlacher jerseys you know all that kind of stuff and just uh put them on ebay i mean it was a different day man it was a lot easier to sell shit back then
0: The golden era Th- that was the golden era of ebay i wasn't on ebay i didn't buy shit <laughs> on ebay it was like sketchy to me back uh-huh. then i was like oh eBay's sketchy you know what i mean were the fees bigger
2: or less fees were t- i think they were about 10 percent of the entire transaction okay well actually no so okay so fees were 10 percent of the sale price right so back then what people used to do is they used to like sell something for one cent and shipping would be like $1.
0: yeah $1. i think i remember that shit
2: yeah that that's how they used to skirt around um paying fees
0: yeah and then and then eventually you uh you i guess you you left chicago and uh, yep. landed in a and landed in in, in georgia
2: yes yes sir and that was you, part that was so that was part of like you know when i was married my uh, ex-wife had some family here and that's how we ended up in atlanta
0: in the first place. yeah and you started a youtube channel called know it to flip it that's right <laughs> and that's what every, that, that you know in my head
2: i still think of you as know It to flip it bro well, well so let me say, say this. this you can't shake it man so let me say this so i just feel like uh okay so the reason i started a youtube channel in the first place mm-hmm. and, and and once again uh gotta uh thank nacho he's always supported me even though nacho was like uh, nacho i think when you showed me some love you were like at 5k or some shit like that now you're really like,
0: hey that was, that was me and nacho both me and nacho
2: yeah yeah I take some credit, you know what i'm saying okay both of you <laughs> so so but yeah so you guys showed me some love for sure and um But the reason I started YouTube in the first place is because I would be watching, because I was like heavy into reselling, and I'd be watching resellers and all that kind of stuff, and I just felt like I could do this, you know what I mean? Like, I could do this. I feel like I was watching so many videos, and they were boring and stuff like that, and I'm just like, I could do this, and I feel like I could do it better. So um, that's, that's the whole reason I started YouTube in the first place, because I figured... I was reselling anyway. I was in these stores. So if I could grow a YouTube channel, then I could make additional income on top of um, reselling in the first place. What, so that who, was,
0: whose videos were you watching? you remember?
2: Uh, I was watching, well, I mean, Glenn, obviously, Hustler Hacks, you know, we were all watching Glenn. Um, and then I was watching like, uh, man, I was watching like just the regular kind of uh, reseller. So I think I was watching like, there's this guy named Mike Global Voodoo. I, I remember I was watching that. I was watching like I think I was watching like Rockstar Flipper and like just all these different like just kind of mainstream reseller channels. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is just like boring, you know? It's very boring and just very, very tutorial, like yeah, yeah. And and I just figured like you know because like I I like to tell jokes and be stupid, so I figured like let me go ahead and try something. But I mean, even at first when I started my videos, they were all robotic and terrible as well because I was nervous as hell you know in front of a camera I and mean, that's kind of how it goes when you first yeah.
0: start hell yeah so were we i mean david actually my, <laughs> actually nacho he's never been weird on i mean I, just a little bit if you watch our very first video he's basically the same it's just editing yeah and well i mean bad. i
3: just I, I i don't know i hated like doing the videos and especially like trying to find an identity when we were doing the earlier videos like the ross finds videos and like you know i mean my brother like his a uh, creative control freak in a sense and sometimes he'll, he like has to remind me like to tone certain things down or things like that it's like yo you can't you can't swear that much or you can't do this and i'll be like man fuck it this is how i talk this how i am this is who i am you know because it's called him, keeping it real yeah like that's me like i'm like yo like I don't, I don't you know bottom line i sleep good at night you know like ain't nobody i'm not crying because they're making fun of my weight or my baldness or any of that shit like that shit is you know i, I am who i am so if you like it, you like it. If you rock with it, then you rock with it. And so, but Brian in the beginning was trying to be very informative. Mm-hmm. You know, Brian was trying mm-hmm. to be very, you know, tutorial and he, like his whole thing is Brian is the professional part of the whole channel. You know, he's the one that will be able to use proper grammar and things like me. And me, I'm like, yo, what's up, man? How you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's just the way I am. And it's it, it's it's hard to shake, and it looks really forced when i'm trying to be yeah something that i'm not you know Hell yeah. yeah so i so i think finally once he finally was like this fucker he's never gonna learn like he's not a, a college educated ass dude <laughs> then uh you're just gonna have to roll with what he is you know and that's how <laughs> match made not happened. that's but right how,
0: how did you how did you start getting comfortable on camera jake cuz uh, it's, it's basically just you right like if, if it was you with a phone and I, then yeah. you got a little camera and shit and then <laughs> yeah you started but like you you're, you're just literally just you like all right i'm going to make these jokes and hopefully they come off funny like how, what's your process
2: like you know what i think like what what happens is like when people start like watching i think it just validates you a little bit and when you and when it validates you then you get a little more confident oh yeah with what you do so i think I think what happened was, is I started getting some actual views a little bit and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? And then people would comment and they'd act like, you know, they say like they like it or think it's funny or whatever. So, I mean, that just would encourage me to just just do me. Mm
0: -hmm. Because
2: I think like my first videos were just like, like I said, like just kind of trying to be informative and stuff like that. But, uh, but you know what? Part of the other thing was like, I was finding some wild shit, like real Mm -hmm. wild shit like and what's funny is like i had i don't find any of that anymore but i used to find it like before i was recording so i found i used to i found like um like to's cleats i found like uh whoever the chargers quarterback was charlie whitehurst's whole warm-up yeah i found um i found yo i haven't even made a video about this but i found a pair of lebron's actual shoes that he wore like this, like what? What model? Okay, so it's you guys know, like the LeBron Nine Dunk Man. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know the exact model.
0: I know the silhouette. I don't know the Dunk Man. Okay, so it's
2: LeBron Nine Dunk Man. Dunk Man is the gray one with the neon green. Okay. It's like one of the more. I guess it's like kind of one of the more popular colorways. But so I was in Goodwill, right? And there was a that was the that shoe was in there, and it was like a size. I I don't remember what LeBron sizes. It's in my house somewhere. But I don't remember. It was big as, big as hell. Like It was like 15 and a half or 14 or 16 or whatever the hell Le- LeBron is, right? So I was like, why is this big-ass shoe in here? And it was, uh, you know, one of the samples shipped to Beaverton on the tag. Mm-hmm. And that's usually the kind, like, players have is when, when you see stuff like that. So what I did was I was like, man, I'm like, who wears LeBron's but LeBron, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I, so I, I did my research, so I looked them up. So it was LeBron's size, right? And um, so from there, I was like, well, how the hell did they get to Atlanta, right? So, so I started, like, doing research. And so LeBron had actually tweeted a picture of himself wearing them. What the fuck? On the night that he played in Atlanta uh-huh. against the Atlanta Hawks. So... <laughs> I was like, he must have given the shoes to somebody in Atlanta, mm-hmm. off of his feet, and somehow they went, they wound, they wound up in Goodwill. But I mean, they were worn and stuff. Like, it's not like they were brand new. It's like somebody played ball in them.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: I, I, I was like, he must have gave it to a Hawks player or somebody that played ball in them, and then just donated them to Goodwill. But they were definitely LeBron size. Uh, he was in Atlanta at the time he was wearing them and um because they played the hawks that night and uh yeah so shipped to beaverton sample tag so i, I definitely got a pair of lebron shoes <laughs>
3: hey, what's, hey, up? Up, what's up you know how much so you sick. can sell that
2: shit for a ton bro i but you know LeBron what but then i have to shoes. but i still have to prove i mean my case is very yeah. solid but i still have to prove
3: it that right? could be some dude out there you know what i mean in a size 15 and a half like, no man that was
2: me <laughs> <laughs> what? What? dude is somebody somebody else warm i feel like Le- lebron probably warmed for that that one night that he took the picture in and someone's like yo's a dope and then he probably handed him to another player on the hawks because somebody in atlanta was playing ball with those on because they're warm you ever try to hawk those to me i would be looking at you like hell no man!" right <laughs> these are your friends or something you warm you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> But yeah, it was like it's like wild shit like that. I would find a whole bunch of stuff. Like I found like uh, whoever playing. Who was that big ass dude that played on the Giants? Oh God, he was like I used to play with him in the in Madden when I needed a goal line touchdown. Um, he was he was like whoever that enormous ass running back, Brand, Brandon Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs, Yep. That there dude you was go.
3: A, that dude was a massive. There you go. He was that big, huh? Uh, he was like one of those dudes who just like was like a freight train. Yeah. Like he only lasted a few years just because he was so big <laughs> and usually like he just would just just run just through people. But I mean eventually your body breaks down and that's a wrap for you. But yeah, he was that guy that just he was, he was massive, bro. Like <laughs> so you so you got Darren like Donald? Uh-huh. No, no, no. That's for the Rams, dude. But no, this dude was a running back. This dude was just he looked You ever see the Green Mile? Yeah. He looked like that. But you know what I mean in football. You know, just like you know, I don't know. He was mad. He's a big boy. He was, he was, he was slow. But as soon as
2: he got downhill, dude, people would avoid tackling. Yes, absolutely. So in Madden, I would always make him my goal line back when I played with the Giants. And Uh so I, so I found like his his stuff too, like his warm ups, um, his practice jersey, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I and and in one of my videos i found some some coach all his baseball gear like i sold all that stuff for like you know thousand plus i probably paid like um i don't remember like 50 bucks for everything so i i was finding like some really wild stuff but it just wasn't on cam and then after i started filming it's like i didn't find that stuff anymore which was interesting <laughs> I, I don't know why but whatever right
0: <laughs> you started yeah you got that curse bro you cursed it with the uh with the camera that's how that's how i felt with when with nacho like i would come to fresno to go film with him for because i'm in la and i would go over there every week and we would go we would hit like 10 12 stores in in like two days and then like i would come back here and then he would suddenly find something (laughs) what the fuck bro we just scoured the entire and then i'd be like and back then i was like such a perfectionist Uh about everything and I like I was I didn't even want to use like iPhone footage. Like, I could have easily just been like, "Yo, just film it with your phone or whatever." But because I was so like,
2: Ugh. you were such a professional.
0: I was a professional, bro, hundred percent. Right. But it's just like the worst. You don't understand the pressure.
3: Something <laughs> <laughs> like I'm supposed to make something like like we'd be hitting like eleven stores at eleven o'clock at night. We'd be driving around, hitting yeah. the is out there in the oh, hungry, and this dude's like hungry angry and this dude's over here like we have to fight something and i'm like what do you what do you it doesn't work that way you you come on the days where it's dry and it is what it is you know like this is the way it goes and so we literally like and i literally have to just talk about whatever i found just like you know talk about this all right fuck it i'll talk about it you know just to make content you know and it's it, it was a the ross videos were a ton of labor
0: mm-hmm. for one video Mm-hmm. Right, you know, this is crazy. It's less than what we do now, though. That's for sure. Yeah, less than what we're doing now. Yeah. Now, now I need to hire people. <laughs> now it's too. Much. Now I'm way in over my head, bro. Yeah. With
3: the editing, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. But like, like, but again, it's also one of those things where it's hard for you
0: because you're such a perfectionist. No, I'm not actually. I like I said. Like I was, I think I was talking about it with I forget who we had on. Like maybe Doctor Souls. I don't remember, but. I, I, don't, I don't even watch the edits back anymore because um, it takes so long to just get a minute of video done. Like, I don't even watch the shit back. I just wait all the way until it's 10 minutes. And then when it's 10 minutes, it's so dense that if I played it back, my computer would crash. Or I just export <laughs> it. And sometimes because I still have a day job, I don't have time to to right, 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 fix right. anything. So I'm just like, I'm just going to roll with the mistakes. That's why we get all those hate comments like, yo, I can't believe you spelled this wrong. Or I can't believe you called uh was it <laughs> who's the co founder of Nike? Uh is it Bill Bowerman? Or I called yeah. him Bob Bowerman or something, Or Bruce Bowerman? Or I don't know what I did and people flipped. Yeah. Like
3: you're, ba- you're you're a bad dude, man. You'd be breaking people and then people were really sensitive over yeah, in little things. It was hilarious. It's still hilarious. Remember when I said hood kid? Oh, uh, did yeah, it was over for you.
0: We almost got canceled. <laughs> bro. We got canceled. Uh,
3: so yeah. that shit was hilarious. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. You had to put a whole little pinned comment. Yeah,
0: I had to address it. That said,
3: I'm not that guy. <laughs> oh, that was terrible.
0: That was terrible. Oh. Hey, what about you, Jake? You get those? You, I'm sure you get like a bunch of haters,
2: right? Well, let comments? me let me say something first. Like, no, but like, you guys' videos is, are like amazing. Um, appreciate it man. no like when i watch that shit i'm like how the hell because you know obviously as you're as somebody (laughs) who does like some video editing right Mm -hmm. so and i watched that i'm like how the hell i was like how do you get that shit to come up here and that pop here (laughs) i was like god damn like it's amazing right so yeah i i I definitely know like that that's a labor of love that is crazy because i know me just editing a video takes an eternity and you know whatever but yeah, you guys' videos are great. Um, Thanks, man. So, uh, haters—I mean, yeah—I mean, it's, I have a couple occasional haters who like to pop in and just like hate on me or whatever like that. They used to hate on my teeth so hard. They used to be like, <laughs> "Yo, you need new." They used to be like, "Like, you need new teeth. You need new teeth, bruh, son. You know, whatever, whatever, right?" And they made my ass get some Invisalign on that. Oh okay? no, <laughs> they made me. Don't you do? It. They made me do it. I was like, no. No more of this. Although I've been so slow with that shit, I still I, the gap on the bottom. I still got it, but on top it's pretty. Much he came crazy. through with the veneers. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I was like, I'm tired of this shit. I was like, you guys are not gonna talk about my teeth anymore. Oh, but, yo,
0: yeah. I think on TikTok, I put we when I was we were trying to do TikTok or whatever. Like they're even worse on TikTok. It's brutal on TikTok. I posted like, a <laughs> video, and my teeth uh-huh. are terrible, bro. So I was getting like saber tooth and all kinds of shit like <laughs> oh yeah it was pretty bad tiktok is dude you think youtube the people on tiktok are cold man. for
2: sure yeah. for sure you gotta at least be somewhat sophisticated to watch youtube you don't have to have any sophistication to be on tiktok either. no
3: <laughs> i don't know I, I, it's just it's tiktok's hard for me to do man like it's it's not it's not hard for me to do but there's some videos but i usually only end up watching the videos that get moved over to ig but there's so much junk to filter through on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's
0: it's crazy. Man, I want to start doing it again. We went viral a couple of times on that shit. We
2: got to start yeah. doing it. Again. But you you know what though? I have my theory on TikTok, guys. What is it? my theory is is that they give they hype people up fake. Like I'm not saying your videos or anything like that, but I'm just saying it's like, you know how all these little ass kids get all these viral videos and mm-hmm. like or like these little teenagers, you know, whatever, get 20,000 views, you know, not viral per se, but a ton of views. I just feel like that's fake. I feel like the China or whoever the hell <laughs> makes makes it right. TikTok, but the, yeah. what they do is, is they pump your ego by making you think you're getting more more mm. views than you are thus making you post more videos thus getting more people on because everyone's like oh shit like here i can get all this views and all this love but i just feel like it's fake man oh you're right like how does tiktok how does how does your random kid down the street get all these damn views on tiktok but your instagram views are low as shit your (laughs) youtube views are low as shit right Mm -hmm. so if if i was coming up with a new platform i'd be like hey let's fake them all out make them think that everyone's watching them so they all get on here you know what i mean so that's my theory
0: you're hundred percent right. I think that's what they do. Yep. They do that so that you do you post more and yep. uh and until it gets like and then they're gonna it's gonna get big so big that and it already is huge, like companies are gonna start paying for ads on there mm-hmm. and then it's just gonna be more ads and content like it is on Instagram now. Yep. And it's gonna be the same shit. And then there'll be a new one and a new one and a new one. <laughs> Yo, but speaking of speaking speaking of hate, talk about the uh the the blockbuster moment when you change your name bro talk about oh. how that went down because we were alluding to it in the beginning but
2: okay so oh my god uh, well I, I don't know if i call it hate it's just that nobody rocks with me anymore i think <laughs> i think what happens is is that okay so i'm gonna tell y'all why i did it i did it because um because it's the, the name is just so associated with simply flipping things or selling things right Mm -hmm. and i I really want to kind of expand because i I really do want to do like comedy stuff i want to do like skits i want to do like um not necessarily pranks but kind of reactions like doing dumb shit in public and then Mm -hmm. getting a reaction for it you know i want to do all that kind of stuff and so i wanted to make it more about me versus reselling so that's why i made it like with the jake name in it um but man people just like (laughs) <laughs> like either they don't know who I am anymore because because I'm still trying to plus, but at the same time, I've been very lagging with putting out videos as well. So mm-hmm. I'll be like two weeks, three weeks before between videos. So maybe people just forgot about me. Or if they're looking for no to flip it, it doesn't exist anymore.
0: Right, know?
2: right. Yeah, because I mean, like just view-wise, my video like right now is like dead as shit. Like mm-hmm. um, I used to I used to have a decent viewing for how many subs I had. I used to get like my videos would get like anywhere from like eight thousand to fifteen thousand if it's a good video it'll be like twenty thousand plus If mm-hmm. it was a good one um but now dude i put out a video man that's just like lucky if i get five thousand lucky right now yeah so it's like so I, but at the same time that's kind of encouraging me to like all right well now i really need to get on the new purpose because mm-hmm. i'm just trying to keep it like alive right now by doing what i've been doing but it's it's really not going anywhere I mean, and at the same time, it really wasn't growing at any kind of exponential rate anyway. But I mean, I know COVID has something to do with that because during COVID, all the reseller channels died. Like they just died out. I mean, yeah. At the end of at the end of like me and Glenn were talking about this, uh, at the end of 2019, his channel was on fire. Like on fire. Like he he went from like I think 60K to 120K within that year. You know, and his view his videos were just popping. Like, he was getting yeah, 7K, I remember 80k. Yeah, you would popping. get
0: like weird. I, I, he would get like a 250,000 views on like a Ross video. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, like, how is that even possible, bro? And it was because, and it wasn't, that, it would just be like some random ass, like Air Max 97 in the thumbnail.
2: Well, I think he had like, well, one of them, I know that he got like five, I don't know if it's 500k, but I know it was those glitter ass Vapor Max, those Sworsky Vapor Max, okay. which are pretty rare. Mm -hmm. which is i guess a big deal because you could be like 800 dollars shoes at ross right so um i know he had a huge video on that but he was just getting a shit ton of views i remember i was like damn his shit's growing quick and as soon as covid hit man it just died out everything died out his channel mine everybody's because i guess you had less you didn't have people really going out looking for stuff right because everything was closed yeah so um, and reselling in general, I thought reselling would pick up because I, I thought that people were going to be... Um, yeah,
0: trying to, like, struggle. nah no, EDD got them, bro.
2: Side, yeah, like, have side hustles and, and all that kind of stuff. But you know what I think happened? Honestly, I think what happened is is that there's way less shit out there. I know you guys were talking about this with, with Glenn, too. I just think that it, the game has gotten to a point where... Everybody has a store on lock. I mean, there's only so many damn stores. I mean, how many Rosses are in America, right? Like mm-hmm. a thousand? I don't know how many. But Burlington, I think there's 600. Think about it. That's all you need is 600 people who are paying a manager off a little bit. And uh, you, you watch um, you watch Instagram and, and, uh, at Burlington, and they, and, they're, and they're sitting in their cart with boxes. You know how you get the boxes? The buy you only get a box if the manager gives you the box. There's no boxes yeah. on the shelves, right? For real? And they just don't give a shit, and they just flex on everybody and, and all that kind of I stuff. I don't know. I, the way it's
3: worked, in my opinion, and this is well, not even my opinion, it's reality is that COVID, what it did was it made people go online, and now people are just hitting up the clearance, the clearance online, and it takes way less gas and less effort you can just click up the whole size run once a shoe hits a certain price and bring it all directly to you and then you can move it that way so now everybody does these stupid you know i'm not going to say stupid because a couple of friends do it but like the discords and all that other yep. stuff yep and then it, it's gotten more underground in a sense just because now people don't want to share their finds and one so they're hitting them straight at the source because these guys what Ross and all these companies, they buy everything that's clearance in the, and, and so if they don't have anything out there to buy, then it's not going to, you're going to have a bunch of junk out there. You know, what's left over. Cause it's getting picked through already from the jump. The outlets is already getting picked Online's already getting picked. So they're, you know, by the time Ross and them gets to it, you know what I mean? When they buy it in bulk, it's, it's like how much stuff is really left. To resell
2: in that aspect, you know? No, I mean that that makes sense that yeah, I agree with you. There's definitely more people buying online. There's the Discords and all that kind of stuff, right? But I, I'm telling you, man, like when, when it comes to the stores, I go in the store, I just think about it. look at the people's pictures on Instagram, right? You'll have all it takes is one even if you don't have the store on lock, right? Even if you don't have a manager or anything like that, all it takes is one knowledgeable reseller to walk in and every find is gone. Mm-hmm. Everyone. You know what I mean? Like, because if I walk into a store, and I'm the say I'm the only one in there, I'll grab every valuable shoe there is. There'll be nothing left for you when you come in later. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean, and I've seen it. I've seen like I come into a store and there's two guys and they have a cart with like twenty shoes in it. You know, you might as well just walk out at that point. Yeah, exact, absolutely. And and that's what I'm saying. Like, either it's that, or like I'm telling you, like with the managers and stuff like that, you just need you just need to be homies with a manager, give them a gift card kick them back a little something they're like hey come in at so and so we have all this and then on instagram you'll see a picture with somebody with you know all these valuable <laughs> shoes in box at burlington you know like look what i found you know what i mean no you didn't yeah. the manager called your ass you know what i mean and that how,
0: how, how much how much you think the managers are making at ross 60
3: 80 g's i don't know for real hell dude yeah. i would probably say
2: 50 i would probably say yeah 50.
0: Yeah, I'll say less.
3: You guys are crazy. Look, man, I work at a I work at a grocery store. Okay, uh-huh. all right. There's no big secret. All right, I work at a grocery store. My store manager <laughs> makes 120 thousand dollars a year. Okay, but I think hundred, that's but I think that um. All right. So retail, there's money in retail if you get up that that high up the food chain. Is he just know? the store manager
2: of the one store, or is it multiple? Yeah,
3: my district manager makes 178 k plus bonuses. Right.
2: Right. You I know, I mean, he
3: r- obviously he runs two two fifteen stores or something, but yeah, my my regular old, you know, I think my my assistant store manager makes, you know, like 87, 89, you know.
0: Hey, Jake, did you know that Nacho worked at Ross? <laughs> no, I didn't know that.
3: Dude, I worked there for like a week. I hated it. I, I stopped showing up. It was great. They mailed me my last check. You hear me? It was the worst. I thought I was going to get in there smooth. <laughs> I I thought I was. This is it. This is what I'm. This is what I'm meant to uh-huh. be. This I'm gonna. I'm gonna get the inside scoop on all the good stuff. Man, they had me in there putting sensors on nothing but kids' shoes for eight hours, dude.
0: My fingers <laughs> were hurting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I what about was... when? What about when we used to roll up to the store that you used to work at, and the manager was there, like, "No, nah, we can't go in there, bro. We can't uh, go in there."
3: <laughs> it was terrible. I hated that lady. Her name is Laura. She's still there now. <laughs> oh, fuck. <Yeah>. It's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, by now I could I could walk in there, but you know, there's one dude still left there. And he's an LP, and I look at him, and he looks at me,
2: and I'm like, yeah, I was here, my But yeah. hey, <laughs> but, but real quick, I think that we have to admit. I would say that running a grocery store is a lot more complex.
0: Than Hell yeah, uh, of course,
3: of course.
2: But still, though, I I don't
3: know, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking we're gonna have to we're gonna have
2: to glass door this. You know, we're gonna have to figure out. I, i think we need to know because like when i go into ross i don't usually see it's like when i go in there it's usually just kind of somebody at the front desk i don't there's not like a manager's office in the back for some big store manager Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like manager on duty kind of thing
0: and like you said like a gift card like give them a gift card real quick like they're probably getting paid pennies so that that's probably what people do like 100 percent right about that
2: and but at the same time as well i know that the employees can, it depends on the store's policy, but a lot of employees can have dibs on the shoes too, right? Mm-hmm. So all you need is an employee that knows shoes, right? I know. i, I So I was at a Ross once, and I remember a, a, a one of the female employees came out with a pair of it was like Air Max 270s or whatever the hell. I hate those shoes, but one of those, right? And and she was taking it to the security guy, and he's like, "Do we still have the box?" And she was like, no, we don't have the box anymore. But she's like, you can still sell this one on GOAT. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, I was just like, okay, well,
0: stop coming to this
2: store. Yeah, that, right? they
0: knew already. Yeah.
3: Yeah, well, most employees figured it out. And I think every everyone's
0: in on it now.
3: I mean, you know, reselling became so mainstream in a sense that, you know, I mean, it's easy to make a quick flip, you know, especially when you work there. I, when I was working there, they didn't let you put anything off to the side. If they caught you, they fired you. Wow. you know but uh i'm sure people were doing it anyway you know it's not like you know nobody really cares about part-time minimum wage gig you know mm-hmm. so you, you know but i don't know that's that i think the way it works now is like i'm gonna leave all this stuff in the back and then i'm gonna call a relative or a friend and they're gonna come in here real quick and they're gonna pick it up you know right yeah and that's that's usually how they do it you know yeah so I
2: don't know. It's the
3: game is dry, right? They, they killed it it's off, right?
2: Super dry. Super dry. Yeah. And and with Nike, like I know, like one a guy I ran into over here. Um, I met him at a Nike. He he knew who I was. He's like, I watch your, your videos and stuff like that. But he's you know, he's doing way better than me in reselling, you know, like he's like a real, real reseller, like huge amounts of shoes and all that. And I mean his girlfriend works at Nike, right? And then I'll regularly see pictures of him with all these Jordan ones. That he got for seventy dollars, and you know all types of wild shit that you a, a normal person would have to be extremely lucky. Whereas somebody with an inside connection only needs a phone call.
3: Mm-hmm. That's all it is now. Now, now you have to have somebody on the inside, in my opinion, to in order to be successful and find. Because, like you know, I'll go to these stores still, and I still pop into Ross and Burlingtons mm-hmm. and all those just for for personals, and you know, I. It's rare, rare when you actually find something just out there that's even remotely worth any value you know it's like it's crazy it's just that's the way it is now you know as far as like when it comes to ross and stuff like that like i think you could still pick like you know swap beats and thrift stores right. in a sense but even then those are those are now being men too you know because like people know you know somebody or you know everybody's in the know of everything now so
0: would you say that you've you've hit more in uh in like thrift stores and and goodwills and stuff as opposed to ross and burlington's and discount retailers
2: jake oh oh for right now for sure like ross from i don't even go into ross anymore like no more no more prestigious ross well i mean it's not far from the house so i'll I'll stop in when i'm driving (laughs) by it but i don't like make any kind of purposeful trips where like i'm like i'm gonna go to all these rosses today or i'm gonna go to burlington's it's like it's such a way it's become such a waste of time at this point but you know you're gonna find like if you do walk into one and you find one thing you already know, like, all right, a reseller hasn't been here since they restocked. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then you get all excited when you see one thing and then you start looking like what else is out here. But um, the thing I've kind of stuck to is, I mean, obviously Play-Dohs, right? Because Play-Dohs just, play can have any random thing. And um, Nike. So Nike outlets at the same time, obviously, you know, you can have people, you know, hookups and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, Nike, they bring the shoes out throughout the day. And they put them on like the back wall and stuff like that. So you can have random stuff show up there, um, some returns. So that's really like where any success has been recently would be like at Nike and at Plato's. But Ross, Burlington, you know, Marshall's is dead, man. Super dead. Yeah. And I, I mean, so like if, like if I'm, you know, traveling or whatever, um, and, you know, you might find like a random Marshalls, but i mean we got to be honest it's going to be like older white people working there or something like that they don't know any shoe, <laughs> right, right. don't know what they have on their hands because you because you know i mean anybody who knows anything about the shoe game is going to be like yo these right. are worth like 400 dollars." you know what i mean and, they, yeah. and they're never going to make it out there right so mm-hmm. it's really about like this where the store location is who's working that night you know all that kind of stuff
0: did you i know that you made a video a while back where you I think did you did you straight up quit your day job and start doing this full time or you just like really reduced the hours I
2: reduced yeah I reduced the hours Uh smart uh, I I went full time so you know what's funny though like I I took a pay cut and reduced the hours and did full-time work from home and it was like right before COVID hit right so then everybody afterwards was making fun of me. They were like, "We still get our full pay and we get to work from home like, you know, the whole week too, you know, whatever, whatever, right?" But I was like, "Yeah, but your asses are going to have to go back to work eventually and I won't." <laughs> okay. But yeah, yeah so say I just got tired of the grind, man. I just got tired of the grind and I wanted to be more free to do, you know, whatever I I wanted to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm I'm like a super big procrastinator. And like I have all these grandiose ideas and plans, and it's just like, when am I gonna do them? You know, like even like working on a video, I feel like it's like right before like I'm gonna write an essay. And Dude, it's, it's like not easy, man. It's, it's so not- like you gotta mentally get yourself up to it. Bro. It's like, I, I know, I know you definitely feel it because your yeah. your shit is huge. Yours is like a real project. It's
0: like but, you're in front of a mountain every time. And then yes. and then the day you upload, and if it does do good, like the the how happy you are for yes. that, just for that day right yes and uh and then the next day it's like damn <laughs> i got that shit didn't mean anything and i gotta start all over and you
2: gotta do another one yeah and it's all this work and because that's what happens when you care about your product yeah when you care because if you just because you know a lot of people especially like in the reselling space they don't put any effort into their video they just like eh, i'm here look this 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 the end and it's like a lot of times i wish like i was like why can't i just do that but i can't bring myself to do it that's funny because that's how i feel about your videos
0: like when i watch your videos i'd be like yo i, I want to do i want to edit like like jake like it's just super simple it's effective you know what i'm saying like with the sound effects it's super, uh-huh. like it's not overdone at all uh-huh. and it's funny but it, it you know it, it's crazy you're like
2: Spending hella hours on that shit. Because like, cause you got to think of like, because it's like thinking, because what I do is like, it's not like me going into one store, right? And being like, this, this, this. Like, I only want to show any, something that's relevant. Mm-hmm. So I try to show something that's relevant. And then I'm like, what can I add here that's kind of funny or whatever? You know, whereas like, like I watch other channels and it's just here, I'm walking through the store. I bought this, this, and this, the end. And I'm just like, man, why can't I just do that? But I can't bring myself to do it.
0: Well, I know, um, so I know you changed your name and everything, and I know you said that you've been struggling with the views and all that stuff. So I'm just hoping that you don't quit YouTube, bro. Oh I, no,
2: I can't quit, man. This is a clout chase. You guys a know clout that. chase. And if do anything <laughs> to clout, right? Anything for clout. Damn. Damn. Clout is like hey, clout equals sign life. That's what it is.
0: Nacho's ready to quit. Look at him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, it's like, goddamn, like you know what I mean? Like some of the stuff that I'd be doing, and I'd be like, "Dude, what am I out here doing? Why am I still out here? Why am I still nacho for my drivers flying?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like God, like it's a trip. Like I don't know. And then people assume that you know what I mean—that you're uber successful. Like mm-hmm. God, you know, like you know. And it's like,
0: no nah, like, nah, man,
3: I'm just a regular ass dude, dude. Like I'm just out here still. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? And people think that you're making like. Thirty thousand a video out here, you know? Uh-huh. Like, nah, man. Like it doesn't work that way. It's really still just it's for it's a it's it's for fun, you know. That's that's what I tell people. People are like, oh, well, how much do you make? You think I can start a YouTube? I be like, what do you? Yeah, dude, go ahead, go for it. And then I don't know. They think like you're some like. Uh, uh, I guess everybody just wants to be a successful YouTuber, and I guess when you finally become one, it's kind of like all right. That's cool, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I go into crowds uh-huh. of 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 places and like they look at me like Nacho, and then they introduce me as like, "Hey, do you know who this guy is?" Everybody knows who this guy. Is. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it feels crazy. It's a trip. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. I'm not I'm not ready to quit, but I'm just I don't know. Sometimes it bores me in a sense, you know, because it's like I feel like I'm on a stage at all times. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as like like the character that they think I am. uh uh-huh. One I'm really just, you know what I mean? I could just be a dickhead, you know, I and mean? be like, Ugh. but you know, you gotta treat them like, you know, fuck, I guess. Like you got fans, motherfucker, so
0: <laughs> go say hi, you know what I
3: mean? <laughs> go Hi-ya. say hi. You know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, we love our fans, by the way. Yeah. Big shout out to the fans. <laughs> For, reals. Hey? For real. For real. Well,
3: of course, obviously, you yeah. know what I mean? Shit. I mean, they look up to us like, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, like we're homies or some shit. And we are technically, but even if it's just internet homies, we homies.
2: But I mean, in the, in the end, it is like really a privilege to have any kind of influence. A whatsoever. following. Yeah. 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 To be able, I mean, just, you know, you guys obviously offshoot into the podcast and all this other stuff. So, I mean, it's always good to have some kind of following because even me, I mean, I just don't follow up with a lot of stuff, but you know, people send me stuff all the time, like little offers for watches and Curology or whatever the hell else. Yeah, they, they want me to pitch. You know what I'm saying? Non-relevant and it's, it, shit. non not relevant shit, right? But it still feels good that somebody like gives a shit about you, right? And you're like, wow, okay, that's cool. You know, even though I don't necessarily follow up, but
0: um, you get the do you get the WhatsApp emails from China? No, <laughs> oh, bro, I, we we get some weird ass ones, right, David? Oh. Uh-huh. Hey, no, that check it out. Fake so
3: Stussy one we got, the fake Stussy one was cool. Yeah, we, we they told us that we made it, and Stussy wants to collab with us, and, <laughs> and they signed, and they signed it, Stussy, really? head, like, not yeah, like head this.
0: of Stussy or something. Right, the head of Stussy. And my, my homie, who was like one of the, you remember SBI in Fresno, David, he was like the GM at some point. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, Stussy is like one of those companies where like it's literally the owner emailing you. Like he's still. The dude like behind everything Sean especially with that kind of, like if yeah like if you need an order or something like it's still him emailing you so it's like it, unless it's him it's not real he told me i was like shit because i thought we made it bro that, i read that email at like 7 a.m i was like oh shit, you know my favorite is still the Lithuania one What? which
3: one that's a real one the one that, that swear to god the one that want the dude that wants to fly us out no 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 well does he want to fly us out? <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's this there's this
0: one, dude. Um, he's in our Facebook group. He started a company, like a startup, sneaker startup in Lithuania. And I, I messaged with him all the time. He's like, yo, I'll pay for the hotel. I'll pay for the flight. Just come out here. Talk to it's our a company. Rap, dude.
3: We're, we're going. Jake, <laughs> pack your bags, baby. Lithuania? Yeah, we're we're no. bringing you
0: it. We got to do something with Jake, man. I know yeah, I wanted well, hey, to do a live hey, stream hey, or something.
3: We're doing a layover over in, in ATL, and then we're hitting Lithuania all right and that's I'm, it hey i'm down guys i'm down i don't know anything i don't know how big it is i think it's an old soviet republic
2: like what are the little ones how far is it from poland because i got people in poland oh, you oh do? that's it it's a rep it's a rep we're going that's it's it. close it's close i told them you know once covid's over
0: like we'll go I told is them. it really close for real i think so yeah it's like you're it's like near um it's right uh, under uh latvia is that the country is that the country latvia um i don't even know bro me and nacho have never been on a plane we would be like like lavar ball yeah no we just been to mexico and back a few times and 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 Ah, and fresno and la
3: and i hovered around the arizona border as you mean the nevada border and then i come back
0: you know
2: that's that's actually amazing guys like that that, that's uh because i i I hate flying i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. lie i hate flying um i always freak out a little bit especially during but yeah to fly for the first time, that would be the hell of an experience.
0: Yeah, we're definitely gonna vlog it. There's no way around it. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna make a video. <laughs> Where are we gonna go
3: first? Atlanta, bro. ATL? Hot Atlanta? Hey, they just trade
0: uh they just got Lou Williams over there, my favorite player, damn Clippers. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to go out there to to watch uh Lou Williams on one of these Clipper Hawks games or something, and we'll fly out there and we'll link up with Jake.
2: Hell yeah. So definitely down. I'll take you guys to
3: some strip clubs though. <laughs> Ooh, that's all i want to go see we can go watch all the games we want but i gotta hit the the the, the atl strip clubs the favorite <laughs> ones you
0: know? just to wrap things up um because i know nacho's back is hurting right now um how you know i could tell bro by your body language tell us tell us uh tell us what the future is for your channel bro like i know that you you're switching it up a little bit and you want you, you you're trying to do some some ambitious stuff um tell us what the people can
2: expect i definitely well i definitely want to go into like because because to me like when it comes to youtube videos right what are the kind of things that people share the most right it's usually what either something super informative or something that makes you laugh mm-hmm. right so it's like i mean when it comes to like jokes and laughing and stuff that's my thing so, like, I really want to transition into that. I got ideas. I can't put them out yet because then people are going to do them before right. me because I procrastinate. And they're going to have them out before me. And I'm like, damn, it's my video. You know what I mean? But, but I do got some ideas. I think they're funny. Um, I have some people that will work with me and kind of like some, like, undercover kind of video and stuff. So, it's just, yeah, there's definitely going to be stuff coming. And I'm definitely going to try to make this happen because, obviously, I've already made enough of a switch that i basically killed off my old audience so (laughs) it's time to find a new one you know what i mean
0: yeah for sure i mean i've always wanted to change our name too and i'm just like nah people are gonna get hella confused they're gonna be like what and and we'll lose our uh check mark our verification if we change our
3: yeah, name yeah no, so. no 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 we so, need that we do
0: anything sure, for fine. cloud around here the
2: cloud is hey cloud is life i keep telling you guys
0: but i could see you i could see you doing that for sure bro i think you should tell a funny like i said i always watch it i always watch your videos i wish
2: they were longer um, it's so hard man it's so hard you know you know that i hey, i know you guys like you when you guys you guys made all your uh shoe videos and they'd be like under 10 minutes i'd be like damn and you guys get all those views i'm like you, i wish you guys had 10 minute plus you could have had a, a bunch of extra ads on there it is it, sometimes
0: oh, okay. it is like 14 minutes and i just i used to um just just real quick i used to like get comments about my voice being hella monotone and slow and boring and shit that's I what used, makes it good and i used to speed it speed it up I used to speed my voice up because I was like not insecure, but my voice. I just wanted to do what uh-huh. was right for the audience, and so I would speed it up. And at the same time, I would shave off minutes that I didn't uh-huh. need to like put overlays and shit over. So that's why our videos were so short. But um yeah, but usually they are pretty long. <laughs> but dude, I just cut, your monotone just voice
2: is awesome. I uh, think I pre- that, that no, I'm <laughs> serious. Like what I, I think it's it's perfect for the the video. Yeah, I thought I, you were doing it on purpose.
0: No, nah.
3: <laughs> it was so good. That's all he talks, bro. He That's talks like a push me to sleep.
0: All the all the comedy too, all the comedy and stuff uh-huh. in our videos, in our Ross videos, which we haven't done in a minute, um, is is all Nacho just naturally being himself. Yeah. I mean, I just bullshit all day, you know what I mean? You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh appreciate appreciate you, bro. Uh it was good having you on. I hope we can we gotta do something, bro, in the future, like maybe like a we can have you in our group i know i don't know if you're on facebook but we'll we'll do like a live stream in our group um cool. or something bro but we got to link up and, and do something
2: i'm definitely down guys i appreciate i appreciate you guys having me too thank yeah you so much
0: all right man i right, big jake be cool Take all the right reason, players man. have a good appreciate one bro it. don't drink too much uh vodka and pineapple juice
2: i'll try not to guys
0: thank you all right bro
2: stay up <laughs> all right guys later bye peace <laughs>
0: Alrighty guys, well I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, We loved having Jake on um, And it's it's always refreshing to have Somebody on the podcast who, Where we can just kind of chat and have a natural conversation And not have to hit all these Career accolades, you know what I mean um, And it was just fun, you know Just three guys talking sneakers um, Jake's a funny dude Nacho's a funny dude I think I'm kind of funny, what do you guys think? <laughs> nah, anyways, I appreciate you guys Sticking around, especially if you stuck around To the end And they are listening to this outro. Um, And if you did, and if you want to take it one step further, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes. Um, It would really, really help out the the podcast. And yeah, guys, thank you guys so much. And we will catch you guys next week. I hope you have a marvelous rest of your evening, night, uh, afternoon, morning, whatever it is you're doing. Uh, Love you guys. Thank you so much. Catch you guys on the next one. Peace.